0: Wow, man, just going straight blue. Kicking it right, right. off. Yeah. With those expectations, what could go wrong?
1: <laughs> That's a tagline for We Were Gamers. <laughs> With no expectations, what could go wrong? Episode 157, We Were Gamers can't believe it's that many numbers, but it feels good sometimes. Welcome back. It's Andy. Michael's here. Hey, everybody. JJ's here. Hello. We need to talk about why, when I look at this game, I have 275 items out of my 300 item limit, and only 20 of them are Pokeballs. Ryan, special guest. Hello. <laughs> I made
0: pancakes for dinner. My fingers are sticky.
2: (laughs) Ooh, Pancakes are a good food, man.
1: Ryan's here to talk some Pokemon Go. I have an explanation for why. The explanation is really short. I started playing Pokemon Go again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good talk.
3: Yep. That was fun. (laughs) Resurrecting that one from the dead. We solved
1: it. So... So, uh, I I thought I was resurrecting this game from the dead. It turns out uh, it's not dead. And I opened up this thing because, uh, guys, I need to do some more walking. Like, mm, exercise. That was the motivation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, you know, it would be nice. It's about a mile to the local grocery store here and at the local grocery store is two gyms and like five pokey stops.
0: Oh, that's poppin'.
1: Yeah, it's you it's, you mean you mean poke not pokey. There's only one pokey stop and five poke stops. Okay. Just so we're clarifying. Though the pokey stop also sells açaí. So is it açaí stop or a pokey stop? Fusion.
0: Can you find me a pokey stop at a
2: pokey place?
1: I am 100% certain that exists. I was just going to say that
2: must exist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if if every brewery is a Pokestop, full stop. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's one out there. All right, so I needed to walk more. I thought, you know, this this one game kind of rewards you for walking, Pokemon Go. Man, there are a lot more Pokemon in there than I ever knew existed. What has been happening in this game and why? Okay, so the last time I played this was 2016.
0: When the game came out and everyone stopped playing because there was nothing to do.
1: <laughs> 100% accurate. Uh, you caught the original 100 plus from Kanto, right? Well,
0: okay. I mean, when it first came out and everyone stopped, there was maybe like 15 you could catch.
1: True. And it was a lot of pidgeys based on my little my little pokey bank here. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Rat- they-
2: ratatats.
1: Ratatatatas. Uh. And they had gyms back then, but also uh if you were a casual, which I consider this podcast to be for casuals. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> nice having you, Ryan. Uh gyms were not a thing that you participated in.
2: Well, they were. It's just you would participate and then lose, and then that would be your participation.
1: True. True. Now I've opened this up and it looks like you can Gyms are now Pokestops. Gyms also—you can leave Pokemon at and like come back later, or they return to you on their own. There's raid battles. There's new items. There's a zillion Pokemon in this thing. What? Okay, catch us up, Ryan.
0: There's there's content. It's it's actually insane. Um, I think I started playing it more last around this time last year, coming into summer. Because my thinking was, I knew when Pokemon Let's Go came out, they were gonna somehow tie it into this game and make it the requirements for getting like different forms of Pokemon. And it turns out I never even touched Pokemon Let's Go because that game was horrible, <laughs> and I stuck playing this game instead.
1: No, it sounds like you're you're not in the majority on that opinion. It sounds like to me.
2: Oh, my bad. Didn't you no. start a fight?
0: No,
1: no, yeah, not I mean, on this podcast.
2: I think Let's Go was just a like, hey, did you like that original Pokemon game, but you hated all the random battling? What if we took all that out?
0: Did you hate all the fun in the game and want to just throw your Joy-Con at a screen and never be able to use the Pro Controller? I detect bitterness. (laughs) No, not at all.
1: (laughs) We have no official stance on Pokemon Let's Go, although you may have set our stance here. We don't know. Uh... The community in this game, I thought, died out whenever we stopped playing it. But
0: I, I assume so too. But it apparently is bigger than you'd think and larger than ever. And there's the funny things where, when you get to know your area a little bit, where there's Pokestops and gyms, you can totally see the people that are awkwardly driving their car a little too slow around a corner, <laughs> trying to get that one more spin in.
1: Ah. Uh. You know, I always wondered who the cars were late night in the parking lot over there in front of the two gyms, it now makes sense. There you go. Yeah,
0: gym gym battles take some time, so that would make sense.
1: Now can you take a gym by yourself these days? It seems like uh no would be the answer.
0: The for someone that's new like you, starting up again that's like lower level, probably not, but the only real um resource holding you back is items.
1: Explain. You can just brute force it. Oh, okay. Just keep reviving you can, you can stuff. Throw,
0: yeah, you can throw endless Pokemon at it and just keep healing your team up and you'll eventually take it unless someone's there healing it for the team that has it.
1: Um, I've run out of berries and this seems like a problem.
2: Does it mean you have to go spin more wheels or whatever?
0: Yep, or, pretty much.
2: Or you get, them money, you get rewards
0: sure. and things like that for leveling and usually they give you certain berries and things like that but the main way is just gifts with friends or spinning more
1: i see i see uh now two i have two outstanding major questions in this thing battling wasn't a thing before and neither was really trading and now it seems like you can just do it through an app
0: yeah all of it's they have basically every major pokemon feature in the game now so, trading with friends, battling with friends it's it's all there I mean it's very simplistic and it's still just tapping on a screen but it's it's a full game
1: captive breeding
0: i uh, yeah that's that's not there i mean you got you got <laughs> eggs you can hatch, but
1: which is part of the reward for walking by the way uh with with the community kind of back in on the game, I had one big question for you, and it's why. Are there no stats on these things? Why is the game still make you try and guess at what IVs? Maybe you can explain oh, better okay. what IVs so, are and all that sort of stuff, and and why we're you, still in that state.
0: Well, you're right on when you said casual. So uh, I'm gonna need you to download a PokeCheck IV, and you can uh, check all of your Pokemon stats that way. Say what? Yeah, you can. There's you a can third party a little, app. Yeah, a little third party app that'll. Take a uh, screenshot of your Pokemon's current HP, and it will calculate its its stats for you.
1: Does it really crawl like the your data files, or is it? What does it do?
0: It uh, it just uh, so the CP value of a Pokemon is just a combination of its stats. So if you're high enough level and your Pokemon's high enough level, it can just figure out the formula for what it breaks down to,
1: do stats or get you matter? to a
0: closer range. Oh, stats matter.
1: Okay. So everyone's so, uh, always there's, chasing... There's,
0: yeah, there's only three stats in in this game. Normal Pokemon games have six stats. But uh, in this game, there's only three stats, attack, defense, and HP. And the CP is a combination of those three. So um, the IVs on them can be a value of 0 to 15 on all three of those stats. So the best one is 15, 15, 15.
1: And you can't get there by just throwing uh, dust or whatever at it, right? It's a a rolling
0: thing? Yeah, that's based on when you catch it. Uh, So it's locked into those stats. Okay. So keep you going, trying to find a better and better one.
1: All right. Now, it seems, though, that while some people may be returning to the game because it's vibrant and there's more stuff to do, and every time I am in a new place, I'm actually catching new stuff. I haven't seen Rattata in, like, three days. The game now maybe doesn't start until level thirty.
0: Uh, no not necessarily. There's there's always something to do. It's just that's when you start catching like max level Pokemon, so you can really start building teams if you wanted to do that route.
1: Oh, for like gyms and and battles. Yeah, and things
0: like things like that.
1: I see. And probably I see. the raids
2: need you to be high level. I would guess that seems. Well, like a you can always party. just leech off other people.
1: Now the raids though, explain the raids, because the raids are also at gyms. This is a yeah, this is a new thing that didn't exist at all before. Sometimes I see a gym with a glowing egg on it.
0: Yep, so just randomly a gym, I think it's I think it's something like from six AM to seven PM or six to six, an egg can spawn that will hatch in anywhere from like fifteen to an, fifteen minutes to an hour, and there's varying difficulties on the eggs and then a Pokemon will be there that you can fight and it's it's a raid. You get a free raid pass every day for spinning a gym. And to do more, you have to spend money in the game. Um, but you just use the raid pass, and you and up to 20 people total can compete against the Pokemon.
1: Do you all have and to after, be there at the same time?
0: You all have to be there to participate at the same time, yeah. So when you enter Ooh. the raid, you get like a two-minute like startup window. And that's when other people join in and things like that. And you can see how many people are in there waiting and then after that you all battle together against the same pokemon
3: same rewards
0: so the the reward will always be the same you get to you get an encounter with the pokemon you were fighting and a chance to catch it okay um and you get like some random rewards like xp and dust and things like that for beating it sure but they they limit you. They try to get you. You can't use your own Pokeballs. You get, based on your performance and your team's performance in the raid, you get a set of just, like, default Pokeballs that you can catch. So, like, you know, if my team killed it, we get 18. But Andy's team could have not done as much damage and only get, like, 14 balls to throw.
1: Team as in my those. raid versus your raid or a different raid? No,
0: team is in the uh, Valor Mystic Instinct. The oh, colors.
1: Oh, inside the mm-hmm. raid, you get broken down into teams?
0: You're all competing the same but your performance is evaluated based on your team.
2: Ooh.
1: So like if there's 20
2: Valor people and 4 Mystic or whatever, the Mystic people are going to have a bad time.
0: Yeah, they'll get they'll get less chances at catching the Pokémon at the end.
1: How active are raids these days unless it's one of the special like they just had a special you could catch a
3: Zelf or whatever?
0: Um so they're usually very active. They're usually, so, like, whenever they put a new Pokemon, a new legendary Pokemon in the raid tier for the highest difficulty ones, it's obviously more active on the first few days of it because everyone's getting a new Pokemon. So, like, if, if you went to go get Azelf yesterday, there wouldn't be that many people out there trying to get it mm-hmm. because everyone already had a chance to catch it. But, like what they're doing all summer is they're bringing back legendaries that they've had before but they're adding their shiny variations as a chance to get after you complete the raid. So there's going to be more and more people doing it just trying to complete and get shiny pokemon.
1: Ooh, 1% cool. chances. <laughs>
0: I think it's I think it's actually around a 10%. Oh really? Usually for that type of thing?
1: Still though, for a thing
2: you can only do once a day, right?
0: Well, once a day for free.
2: Yeah, so I mean, it's a, you can do it once a day, or hey, if you want that yep, extra chance yeah. to get that shiny, what if you gave us some money?
0: Exactly. That's that's the incentive where they get everyone to. I mean, Niantic's making like four hundred million a month or something silly.
1: What? A lot of people like Pokemon, man. I I can understand. So raids only go till like seven p.m. So if I went on a nighttime walk after the podcast.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I mean that's that's what Sarah and I were hitting with it because we were doing nighttime walks all the time, also, and it was just it was just taking over gyms at night was our activity,
1: but no <laughs> raids, huh? <laughs> yeah, lame. Early
2: nighttime walk, I guess.
1: I guess or a very early morning walk. Yep. Bummer. Oh
0: yeah, there's no lines at the grocery store in the morning, right?
1: True, but then you won't have time to do the battle because everyone will wonder what you're doing standing in the checkout, not moving.
0: Let's just do it outside. <laughs> the store
1: Close people enough. are going
2: to hassle you. They don't care.
1: True. They don't get paid enough to care. <laughs> <laughs> it's a holiday weekend here in the United States of Pokemon. And uh, although we were full of barbecue and tri-tip, et cetera. We did find time to go uh, participate in a Pokemon activity. Did everyone see Detective Pikachu?
3: I have not. You're missing out, Ryan.
0: I actually really wanted to take my little brother to see it, but I just didn't get a chance yet.
1: Okay. I think we can do this without spoilers. There's really only one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We won't, like...
2: Let's not spoil the thing. Is Pikachu his dad the whole time?
3: We can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> oh, remember. my
1: gosh. Oh, man. There's, you know, if you I will say... If you turn go. your brain off, there's more than one uh, twist in the movie. Right. Yeah. As soon... If you have played a lot of Pokemon
2: <laughs> and you are listening to them talk... You're going to figure out what's going on pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Double so if you've played the Detective Pikachu 3DS game. <laughs> no,
0: people actually played that game?
2: Apparently. I, I did not. But I think if you just are a fan of Pokemon, this movie is great because it looks amazing.
1: Uh, it's kind of freaky, though.
2: The Pokemon are freaky in general looking, though, I think. And I think that's the thing where it's like, hey, these things look weird. And yeah. everyone is cool with that.
3: Yeah, knew- like if you re- if you realize what it would be like to live in that world, that's kind of an accurate representation. I knew I didn't like Psyduck before. And now, <laughs> now
1: it kind of haunts my nightmare.
3: I was going to say, this movie totally redeemed him.
1: Uh, yes, by the end, Psyduck might be my favorite character, but also my least favorite. It's just the textures on them are so real, but so creepy at the same time.
0: Do they still all look awkwardly hairy? Is yes. maybe the word I want to say after the I saw hairy the first ones trailer? Do the hairy yeah.
1: ones sure do, but also and the ones that are smooth are creepier. <laughs> but also maybe the Psyducks yeah. are are hairy and it's feathers, dude. It's yeah, little 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 <laughs> feathers. You know, there's a lot of uh, call-outs, too. Like, random Pokemon, like, Tricos and stuff in the background. Um, There
2: were a lot of Pokemon in this that I think weren't from the original 150. Oh, yeah. Right? Definitely. Because I am not a Pokemon master, let's say. Uh, I barely played any of those games. But I could name a fair number of Pokemon from that original series. And I will say... Half or more of the Pokemon in this movie are like, what is this? Okay, <laughs> yeah, if I start were, if I start
0: playing it now, will you sing the poker rap?
1: No. No, but do you like that Pokemon theme song?
0: I mean it's pretty iconic, right?
1: Do, then then do there you is you a moment hear for you it, in uh, this do movie. You, <laughs> do you want to hear it sung by a sad Pikachu? Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
3: he just wanted to be the very best, just you guys. Like, like crying into his cups kind of singing.
1: <laughs> there the movie are, is really great. Uh, yes. Uh, for someone that never got past the w- original 150, maybe. Well, that's not true. I guess I had a dabble with the Chikorita there for a minute. But uh, even for an a, a old school fan of Pokemon, it was a great nostalgia trip, I guess.
2: I think they did a great job of not only just having a bunch of Pokemon be in this movie, but also
1: having an actual story to tell. Sure. There's a lot of magical hand-waving by the end of it. Absolutely. But who cares by the end of it, you know?
2: Yeah. They they had a story. There was like a few different plot moments they wanted to get to, and they, they got there eventually.
1: Speaking of movies, uh, John Wick 4, yes. green, Greenlit. 2021. Oh. Let's go. If we're going to talk about some stuff that may have fallen by the wayside community-wise, I think there's another game out there that I would like to hear about, but I have literally no connection left to it. But I still get the the emails. (laughs) And one of them this past week said, you should log in and download a new card in Hearthstone for free, randomly, in the middle of a season. And I thought... They sure did that. I thought that was a thing that our friend Ryan said they should do more often. And also people are really, really liking the new single player with new old single player because it's what they used to do. So I thought we should hear what's going on with Hearthstone.
0: I, I think you missed the biggest part of that, too. I did. Even though I've been a huge advocate for the random single card release in the middle of a set to spice things up, they went even further and they're buffing like 18 cards or whatever.
2: Yeah, two per class.
1: Uh, Cards that were unplayably bad. So, classic cards, though, that you can't use anymore, right? No, they specifically picked cards
0: from the Boomsday Project.
2: A set which I will say was pretty underwhelming overall. (laughs) Uh, Perhaps that was their motivation there, maybe to goose sales a bit on that one. Um, But... You know, I think it probably will have a sizable effect on the meta in single player or in um constructed at least, because several of those changes are sizable enough. They reduced a couple of cards cost by two mana. They gave yeah, one guy massive. like multiple health extra. They increased attack on a couple characters. They it's it was nuts. It's exciting stuff.
1: Is it exciting in the way that like I finally get to play with my broken toy because the batteries got replaced exciting or exciting like the game might be coming back exciting?
0: I want to say game might be coming back exciting, which is probably something they have to do to spice it up with how it's been going. But I was already having actual fun that I haven't had in a long time, this Hearthstone expansion, and then they're just making it even better.
2: Yeah, I think... This most recent set they released was really, really good. It shook up the meta in like a really sizable way, such that I was actually playing Standard again, which I haven't done in f- five expansions or something. I just would play Wild. Uh, Standard was actually fun, and they made a whole bunch of new archetypes and stuff that seemed good. And they nerfed some of them, uh, and now they've buffed a whole bunch of stuff, and now more stuff is different.
0: Can I go slightly off topic and throw a massive tinfoil hat into this? Sure. Okay, so they have the whole story for this expansion, right? With the bad guys attacking Dalaran and the good guys are defending it. But there's currently five or nine classes in the game. Five are the bad guys, four are the good guys.
1: That's not going to happen, man.
0: I guarantee you, I will place money down. Last set of this expansion releases a new class to even it out. Five and five. It's something you'd say they'd never do unless the game was so desperate they needed to spice things up. And then they're releasing random cards mid set and buffs mid set. They're trying to spice things up.
2: I think your tinfoil is strong, and I appreciate it. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I don't think that will happen. But I am really, speaking of the single player stuff, I am really, really enjoying that. I think this has been the best single player thing they've put out in multiple years. The The dungeon run stuff when they first released it was really cool because it was way different than the stuff they had done before. I think... And then they played that out really hard. I yeah, heard.
1: that's the thing. The dungeon run was cool when you thought that it was a an interrupt or a blip or an a interlude or intermission. Those are all words that mean kind of a similar thing. I got there. Uh, <laughs> when when it was like, okay, well, single player will come back, but this is a cool break. And maybe you could see yourself coming back to play it more and more. Whereas it kind of just got real stale real quick after you kind of figured that set out. And then, oh, let's do it again. Wait a minute. No, no. Uh, I don't think we will. Bring back the fun the fun stuff with the writing.
0: <laughs> I don't know how much of all the single player stuff everyone played through, but I hated the Gurabashi Arena set. Yeah. And I think it just comes down to the fact that it's only fun when you have the overpowered stuff that you can get rewarded with. And in Gurabashi your opponents always have broken things too. It just isn't fun losing the broken things. <laughs>
2: Gurabashi was like the fourth time in a row. Mm, I guess third because they did something different with the Day. But it was like the fourth time in a row where you're like, okay, here's a dungeon run thing. You kind of get to mix it up a little bit. And they made some changes later which helped but still don't really prevent the problem that everything is just so so broken in that dungeon that even when you, you know, when you compare it to this one, where there is still like a dungeon run-y kind of aspect to this, right? You choose your class, you pick your deck and your hero power, but then you get basically you know, the dungeon run style bosses and you're adding cards to your deck and all that stuff. But they've done so many smart things in this single player that make it way, way more customizable, so much more fun, because you get a lot more control.
0: Well, they went with the slay the spire aspect, right? With the, oh, slay the spire rest is so stops good. and things
2: like that. Yeah. So the, the they added these new encounters in every run. You get you go to the tavern, uh, and they give you a hand of cards, random stuff, and they put some minions on the board, both from your deck and theirs. And you can do stuff like, oh, kick all these minions out of your deck, or recruit all these other minions into your deck, or take a spell and reduce the cost, or gain five health or do a bunch of random stuff and just having those options is so much better than the dungeon run always used to be because you would get like your you would pick your cards right and you're like oh i want to stay in this one lane of like highly damaging spells or whatever and then every time you would pick one of those sets of three there's like two really good spells and one where you're like ah this one (laughs) And this would finally be a way for you to like get a chance to kick that one spell out of your deck that you hated every time you draw it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and it really helps. Like you know, Ryan is talking about the overpowered aspect. You can get stuff where it's like, hey, this spell is just going to cost zero for the rest of the game. You'll always start with this card in your hand, or you can give this minion plus two plus two forever. All you can give all these minions yeah. plus one.
1: Very simple. yeah.
2: And so it's just a really a lot more customizable, and it definitely gives you an edge against, yeah, the bosses are not that tough on normal, but on heroic, they're broken, some of them.
0: <laughs> I, my experience so far has been that heroic's been no different. It just comes down to treasures I get.
2: Yeah, totally, right? If you get the most overpowered treasures, you're going to uh, win robes every Robes of gaudiness. Yeah, a great one. Uh, is that the one that only lets you play two cards a turn? Yeah, but it makes one? them
0: all cost half.
2: Right, it's like, reduce the cost of every card by half, and you can only play two a turn. Yeah, okay, I'll just fill my deck with eight cost cards, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or I got one uh, the last time that made the leftmost card in your hand cost two less. Yeah, Emerald Goggles, I think. What an amazing
1: treasure. (laughs) So you just (laughs) keep playing from the left.
2: Yep. (laughs) And then, it's just, you know, it's like fill your deck with, like, medium-level creatures, and you can just, like, drop four creatures a turn from your hand because everything gets discounted. Oh, really, and it's, really good. And
0: they, have, and they have a lot of stuff in there where just, you know, they're adding a new hero you can play as every week. Every hero has three hero powers, four decks you can start with. There's just a lot of things that there are to do to change it up.
2: And it's not like the hero powers that you unlock are, like, that much better than the initial starting hero power for that class. It's like, oh, you unlock the the hunter, right? They unlocked the hunter week 2 and you get the regular hunter hero power. The other two hero powers that you can get for that are, like, one gives you a 1-1, one, one, which changes into a different one-mana creature every turn and I forget what the other one is, but it's, like, not great.
0: Yeah, I think it's give a minion plus two attack this turn.
2: Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's, like, good in you know, some variations and not good other times, right? It, it's not bet strictly better or worse than the base Pyro Power. So it's just like options. It's like, hey, do you want to try making a deck where you like rush 800 hounds every turn? There you go. You can try. Uh, and those options weren't available in previous single player stuff. So it's just like the breadth of options that really, I think, makes this single player stuff great.
0: Do you feel like it was worth the uh, $15 though?
2: I didn't spend $15, so yes, I think it's been worth every penny of the $0 I've spent.
0: Got it. Got it. Gold purchases. Makes sense.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: If you didn't care about the card deck.
2: Uh Which I don't. Uh, and I don't care about whatever the legendary you get for getting all of them, right?
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's just the gives you a random deck at the start of the game legendary.
2: Yeah. So, you know, I am I will eventually get to all five uh, wings. It's going to take me the, you know, prequisite length of time to unlock all of them, just like they haven't unlocked all the wings for everyone yet. But I think I'll probably run out of gold right at the end of the last one, and then I might have to wait a few extra days to grind up the the quest money. But I should get there.
1: Have they become more generous with the gold, in your theory, that things are need to turn around? Or is it kind of roughly the same as it's been since they added the easier quests?
0: It's it's still the same, but they they're running more... I want to say events, but it's, you know, smaller things where they give you out more rewards.
2: Yeah, they've been doing a lot of semi-unique tavern brawls with different rewards. They've been doing stuff where it's like, oh, hey, it's the fire festival now. And you fight with fire minions and you get a hundred gold quests for two days (laughs) in a row because whatever reasons. Right. Um and they've been doing that for like a year or so now but now like now they've done a whole cycle of that and they're just bringing them back every year along with all this new stuff that they're doing it, it fills up the calendar
1: ends up like the Overwatch where they now have a full calendar so then what do they do
2: yeah huh. i don't know i think it's it's been interesting there's a story i don't know that i'm following the story that much <laughs> um But it'll be interesting to see what they do, because they have talked about thematically linking all of their single-player stuff for the next, this whole year, or this year of the whatever this year is. Dragon. Yeah. So, that'll be interesting to see what they do with that stuff. It's in a good place, you know? I think it's been a long time since we've been able to say Hearthstone is in a good place.
0: Yeah, I think that's very fair. It's gotten me from just, I used to do my daily quests and get to rank 5 every season, but now I'm actually playing. Because just it's actually fun.
3: Oh, wonderful! Yeah.
1: If they add uh, card back purchases, maybe I'll be back in. <laughs> I forgot to mention in our little Pokemon segment that Adidas is making Pokemon shoes.
2: Do they look better or worse than those Dragon Ball ones they
1: made?
3: <laughs> better.
1: I don't know. Do you okay. want Pikachu's on your shoes? No. Than then equal to.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> they just took like the color schemes of various characters and put them into shoes. Oh no, these cool are just idea. like straight up like Like there's a Pikachu on the shoe.
1: There's like little little art versions of Pikachu where he's kind of like a like a pattern. Oh. And then there's okay. also ones with big old yellow ones on the sides, etc.
2: So, so that sounds like it's strictly worse then
1: strictly better than the Game of Thrones ones they made. Yeah, (laughs) probably. Too soon. Oh, (laughs) man. We did a podcast on that. We don't have to do it again.
2: Yeah, if people want to hear our thoughts about Game of Thrones, or at least Andy and I's thoughts, uh, check out that podcast. (laughs) Quick, someone mute me
0: before I rant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, we weren't relentlessly negative. Uh, There were positive things, and I feel bad for a lot of the actors that really poured into it to have reactions as tough as they were it's pretty tough reading uh, interviews with
2: those actors where they were like I had the same problems you people are having with mm-hmm. the script have you seen the clip with about Peter it.
0: Dinklage talking about the writing and it looks like there's just a gun right off screen pointed at him and he's just like <laughs> smiling everything is fine <laughs>
1: I did watch some, uh, but not all, of that documentary that came out in the past week, and uh, even in that documentary, it was pretty, like, hmm, this season is really rushed. Has anybody else noticed people were throwing their scripts because they were upset, et cetera?
3: But it's fine, the- you guys. Grandpa George has stepped in to tell us that the books will be different.
1: Maybe-ish.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have. Whatever. I'm still on the train of George Martin will never release another book. So if I'm wrong about that, I will be happy.
1: It's an easy thing to be happy about, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
2: I gave up hope in like season five that he would ever release
1: another book. So. Fair point. All right. Well, uh, we know that I've been playing Pokemon Go. Uh, I know that all of us have been playing. Well, I don't know if Ryan's been playing. Uh, Konami puzzle quest or whatever, P- 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 Konami picture puzzle maker. I don't know what is it called.
3: The Konami pick cross game,
1: yeah. That one, pixel puzzle, yeah. There we go,
2: yeah. That's but, a good uh, pick cross
1: game. It is, you know, what that is a good pick cross game.
3: I do, I do have a slight complaint, which is that those squares are a little tiny. You can zoom, and I've got I've got adult sized fingers. You can zoom, but it's you know you only get. But I want I want to highlight
2: one. nine in a row, and I'm not going to zoom and then zoom out and zoom in again.
3: Yeah,
1: get a screen pen. Okay, nope. that one fell flat. Mm. <laughs> okay, get a screen pen. Uh, well, you've got to find a way to make it work, because I bet you're only fifteen percent of the way through the game. I'm um, uh, 28. No, what I'm do you do all day? How is that possible? Oh, man. <laughs> like, but I'm at like
3: 8% or something. They're
1: fast, man. <laughs> they are not uh, super hard yet. I'm sure they'll get harder.
3: I don't know that they're going to get any bigger than 15 by 15. Oh, I don't think they're going to get bigger than 15 by 15, but I think you'll start to get
1: to ones where you're like, ooh, I really have to X out. You know, because a lot of them I can do in my head. Without hitting the X button. Right, yeah, you can work out the numbers. I think, though, that it's going to get to the point where you're going to start to use the Xs.
2: I feel like on several of those 15 by 15s, I've already had to use, like, induction, where I'm like, okay, I know there's 12 in a row, but there can only be so many, so I can highlight the ones in the middle that I know are filled in. Yeah. And then use the Xs on the sides that I know there won't be one or whatever. Oh, that's
1: how, yeah, that's generally how those go.
2: So, I mean, I don't know how much harder you can get without just straight up making you guess at some point, which would suck.
3: Yeah, hasn't happened yet.
1: A lot of the puzzles where there's a lot of stuff filled in in advance for you make it easier. So the the more broken up the numbers are, sometimes, it, you know, when you're on a 15 by 15 and there's a lot of one ones. Yeah. You just get to start to get to like, okay, well, I have to X out all these other things before I can know versus... If everything's a 14, you can fill in almost all of the puzzle.
2: <laughs> or sometimes when there's zero and they're just marked yeah, off. Yeah, right. Radio. Exactly.
1: Yep. And just guess. So, uh, yeah. Picross is fun. And Konami Picross is fun. Surprisingly, yeah, no microtransactions.
2: I thought you guys maybe just hadn't looked hard enough, but nope. I there's a lot of ads, but you can just click past the ads really easy. I swear yeah. to
1: you, and I... Maybe this is an advertisement for owning an iPhone. There are no ads in mine.
2: Okay, There are quite a few ads in the Android version. There's an ad along the bottom almost all the time. Nope. And then there's an ad that pops up in between puzzles. Nope. Most of the time. But
3: they're extremely easy to ignore. You just click behind them. Yeah, anywhere that is not on the ad, it disappears instantly.
1: Yep. So I don't understand why there's a three-hour timer if there's no microtransactions. They didn't want you to finish the game the first day. <laughs> I guess. I guess. That's all I got. Okay. Well, that's what we've been playing. Uh, Ryan, what have you been playing?
0: Okay, this is going to be really embarrassing.
1: No, it's not. Lovers of Aether? Um, got it. <laughs>
0: I, uh, I'm i reliving 2004 at the moment. And yeah. I currently playing on a final fantasy 11 private server
1: is that okay we had this question off air and we're gonna ask this question off air is that why you've been on final fantasy 11 basically non-stop on discord
0: well it just kind of stays logged in you know not necessarily always there but yeah
1: so it's uh since it's a private server is your computer doing some work for you while you're away
0: uh, no, actually surprisingly not. It's all it's all you know very above board.
1: Okay, above as above board as a private server for Final Fantasy <laughs> as, XI can as, be as
0: above board.
2: <laughs> that game isn't shut down though, right? You could play on the real live servers, right?
0: Yes, you could, but it, it's you know the equivalent of classic WoW argument stuff.
1: Got it. I'm going to be testing that classic WoW,
0: I, and I'm very jealous that you're going to be doing so. Are you actually Are you? jealous? I, I am, because reliving this, you know, the, the challenge of even the smallest things is what I missed.
2: Do you, though, or do you just miss <laughs> being able to sit and not play the game and watch Netflix, which is what people do with...
0: I Surprisingly, it is simply the challenge. Like While I was leveling up to max level, trying to get specific gear drops and things like that was just so fulfilling when... You know, no. current MMOs, it's just get to max level and you're done.
2: Did you and I play the same classic WoW? None of that was required. Oh, in the he's talking about lead level. level. Oh, okay, okay, sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was mixing, mixing and matching, but yeah. I thought, same, same. I thought you were
2: talking about classic WoW. I'm like, that is not how classic WoW was.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like it's the same thing. Classic WoW. If anyone played back then, you could tell me a story about you know the first blue you got or the first time you got an epic dragon. Oh, that's that's totally. grilled into your brain forever running. nowadays it's just thrown at you
1: corpse running to try and get to your night elf friends with your dwarf because you all wanted to level from five together
0: yes think experiences like that
2: the time you got that crow blade drop and you were able to sell it for like 800 gold and you were rich for the rest of your leveling days Ah, oh.
1: when you had yeah. skinning and mining because that's all the easiest way to make money Yeah, classic WoW, man. I don't know.
2: I'm not going to play it. I think it's (laughs) really, really interesting the reactions and stuff that people are having. You're you're getting all these like old memories and stuff that people have had. I think a lot of people are going to play it and then get to like level 40 and then be like, the mounts are still so slow and then stop playing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely think there's going to be a large percentage that does that.
1: It was fun, I went to the forums, because you get the email that says, hey, you're in, uh, you should go to the forums. Because on the forums is a huge list of things that are not a bug.
2: They recreated it up to the point that all of the things that were, quote, bugs in the game at that point are still there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff that they then later changed in later versions of WoW because people didn't like the interactions or whatever. They preserved all those interactions. So you get stuff where, like, actually, if you're a druid and you want to tank, it's better to just stack HP than having any sort of statistics or a bunch of other weird stuff in that game.
1: So the fun thing was looking then below the not a bug thread for literally every other thread in their thing was bug, 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 bug. bug. And then it wasn't. Like, hey, I ran into uh, IF, and in this corner of IF, like, I fell through the floor. It was, you know, when I ran through Loch the Crocs didn't move at the speed that I remember. It's like, well...
0: And and by speed they remember, they mean speed on the private server I played on a few months
1: ago. Right. And you're (laughs) like, well, buddy, uh, they just imported that number, so it probably is the speed that it was.
2: Yeah, th- it's really funny them probably looking at a-, a lot of those reports from people that played on private servers that were like, you know, played on those famous, I there was like Nostalarius or something like that. And some other ones that got really big headlines and people remembering those now as what it was for versus people who actually just remembered playing the original game back in the patch version they said was like 1.12 or something, right? Yeah. Uh, Just previous to Burning Crusade, correct? Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so that's like significantly into the life of WoW at that point, right? Burning Crusade was more than a year after original
1: release. Sure. So So. it's as as upgraded as you can get in vanilla, but you can still run original Deadmines. Right. Uh, Original
2: Deadmines didn't go away until way later than Burning Crusade, though. Cataclysm, I think. Yeah, Cataclysm. So, yeah, it's pre-cataclysm, pre-cataclysm old world, but then, you know, not upgraded with the stuff they added along the way.
1: Or new classes and races even. even. Yep. So. It'll I'm be interesting. interested I to hear. Yeah. I want to
2: hear your, your check-in on it.
1: Hmm, maybe I should find a way to stream it so that people that are not in, that are interested in it, can look at it. Ryan. <laughs>
0: I'd pay money to watch you play.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what drew you back to FF11 though? Like that game, you played it for a really long time. You're not like burnt out doing it again.
0: I, I, I think it was, it could have been all of the classic wow talk. Cause you know, for everyone's nostalgia for the good old days of stuff, this was my good old days. I didn't play classic wow. I was on the final fantasy 11 train back then.
1: So is it, Yes, I know. We had many discussion about this at the time, <laughs> which was it. Could, the discussions consisted of Ryan telling me one week that I should get on FF11, and then I would tell him to play WoW the next week, and uh, that's kind of how it went. Is the game? Is it just sitting down and like I don't know, finding a a pair of shoes you used to own that you that were the most comfortable thing ever, and maybe they're not the best pair of shoes but you found a new pair of them and you're going to wear them.
0: No, this is, it's making me remember before I started again, my memory of it was, well, you know, I put so much time and energy into it. I was fond of it, of the community and the friends I made, but the gameplay and everything else was really not that good. But sitting back and going through, I have a newfound appreciation for it that I didn't have in my memory. And part of that is I'm playing with a small group of friends. So, you can bypass a lot of the pain part of early MMOs where it's all waiting to get a group and forming and all this stuff where you can just kind of cut the line a little bit. So Mm -hmm. bypass the middleman and everything's faster. So it's, it flows easier.
1: No, uh, LFG in chat, huh?
0: Yeah, basically I can, I can bypass having to deal with all that.
1: You don't have to
2: look for one more healer for dire mall or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, even just leveling, the the grind that it is, it's easier when you have, you know, a solid group of 6 and you can just go.
1: Do you think that those problems will still exist in Classic WoW, like no one will be playing healer? I, I assume th- so. Yeah, I would assume that most the
2: the proportions of people that played those classes will probably stay roughly the same because my understanding is those proportions haven't changed throughout the years.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, current WoW has added features to try to incentivize people to queue up for things as, you know, tanker healers when they're more in demand.
2: They're just, the game was designed with more classes that could do damage than classes that could do tanking or healing, and the tanking and healing at the start was extremely not fun. Uh, By the time this patch is out, I'm pretty sure it was better, but not, like, great. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I don't I expect it to be exactly just like that, where if you're a priest, you snap your fingers and you're in every group you want to be in. <laughs> uh, or if you're a rogue or a hunter or mage, they probably are less interested in you.
1: Play Sounds priest. about right. Got it. Priest, here's priest leveling. Walk around. Press one. Wait for one to kill things. Heal. Walk around. Press one. Wait for <laughs> one to kill things. Heal. Here's priest leveling. If you're smarter than that, type in chat
2: priest looking for group, <laughs> join the group.
1: <laughs> Level slash in
2: yeah. And then run around and click on people's portraits until they are at full health and then keep clicking on them anyway. Cause you, you gotta got to do something
1: so much, mana. Make sure to cast shadow so that you don't, uh, grab aggro. Right. Yes. Oh boy.
3: Uh, I've been playing Pokemon Go, uh, Michael. What do you got going on? Um, I finished a couple of things actually. What? Um, so I finished. Uh, I mentioned last week that I had started playing Monument Valley Two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I finished it.
1: What? Don't spoil it. But do is it's a sequel? Is it a sequel or is it a sequel?
3: It's a sequel. Oh. No, it's not. To, <laughs> that's not to say that it's not a great game in its own right. Um, I just don't know when you get when you play through it and you get to the end of it, you'll know what I mean when I say. I don't know that I am exactly the right audience for this game
1: how how wait what I Is can't, the right audience for the first game,
3: yeah, yeah, it's hard. Um, I think the, the way – I'll say it like the way that the dynamic between parent and child plays out uh-huh. is not something that I have any experience with. Uh-huh. So it might mean more to you than it does to
1: me. Okay. Follow up next week when I power my way <laughs> through Monument Valley 2 to answer this question. <laughs>
3: Uh so that's one and then uh just earlier today actually I took advantage of having a day off and finished Iconoclasts.
2: Oh cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that one uh that one is a lot of fun. Um the easy difficulty um or I guess the normal difficulty is very forgiving. Um so if you just want a, a Metroidvania style platformer that is a little more fun to play through and not quite as difficult as some of them could be. It's a good choice. So in a world where Metroidvanias are headed to a lot of
1: releases coming out, including one you guys kickstarted, what is the replayability of Iconoclasts or is it, eh, I'll wait for the next Metroidvania. Cause that's, that's part of the appeal, right? Is like, okay, well now I know where everything is, or now I know how to operate against these enemies. I'm going to do this faster better or harder or whatever.
3: Right. So there's a, there are a couple of modes that you unlock when you beat it the first time. So you unlock a boss rush mode. um, You unlock a, I don't remember what they call it, but it's a um, a one hit KO mode basically. Uh, So the, there are extra enemies on all the screens and if you get hit at all, you die. Oh, you have like a one HP. Yeah. Um but I think for that if for definitely there's also a new game plus uh and definitely for the new game plus and I think for the crazy difficulty you start with all of your um previous save files upgrades so you do have at least a leg up on starting from zero. Um uh, but in terms of replayability I I did learn um kind of late into my playthrough that the dialogue options that you're given at various points throughout the game do have an impact on the ending. What? So there's not a there's not a different ending. There's oh. only one ending. Um but it affects the way the final battle plays out.
1: That's hmm. kind of cool.
3: Yeah, yeah. So if you if you didn't know about it or you didn't make all the right conversational choices, you still see the same end of the game.
1: You just have to do the fight differently,
3: right? You do the fight, the final fight differently.
1: Huh? Is there a pacifist version of this game?
3: No. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's it's becoming a more popular thing in platformers and Metroidvania's, et cetera, like being able to try it that way. And if if I hear the words like options for a final battle, then sometimes I
3: wonder if that's an option. Yeah, that is not, that's not quite how this one plays out. Gotcha. Cool. JJ?
2: I have been digging into Yakuza Kiwami 2, uh, which is the sequel to Yakuza Kiwami. Which is the follow-up to Yakuza (laughs) Zero?
3: (laughs) Every time we do
1: Yakuza, we it's (laughs) another number. Look, no, hold on. It's good that we do the re-explanation of what that game is. (laughs) Uh, The chain of explanation it makes me laugh.
2: Look, it starts at zero, and then you play Kiwami One and Kiwami Two, and then who knows if they're going to release more? I hope they do. Um, what but, what you know, happens I'm when they re-release,
1: with... Kiwami, re-release Zero as a Kiwami? They got to change the names or something.
2: Yeah, it'll be Kiwami Zero then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kiwami means extreme, they tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there you go. But uh, that game is more of that. Uh, they changed engines here. So now instead of working on the same engine as the Zero and Kiwami 1 game, this is on the engine that is on uh, Yakuza 6 which is a a game on consoles currently. Uh, And the game has really sizable graphic settings on PC to the point where when I first turned it on, I thought it wasn't working because I turned all the options to max because that's how I start my PC games these days. I just hit everything at max and see how it goes. (laughs) Uh, it turned out that was a really bad idea Because it took about five minutes to start And then I got less than one frame per second At the menu
1: Oh no <laughs> On the menu? Uh,
2: yeah uh, It had a lot of options for like Super sampling where you could have the game render At like 4k And then downsample to your monitor size And then a bunch of like Anti-aliasing and stuff on top of that oh my god uh, my computer can't do 4K. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, so, yeah, it took a really long time to figure that out. And then by the time I got all the settings down to, like, something reasonable, I'm running at, like, 1080p and 60fps, no problem. But I can't do, like, 1080p and 144fps with all the settings up. So Wow.
1: Uh, that's uh, surprising yeah. to me, considering where we're at in terms of games uh, generally looks- being accessible in terms of graphics it looks great and all the like you know the
2: wet streets look really wet when it rains and you punch that dude and his face gets really distorted as you punch him really hard in the face and it's great <laughs>
3: satisfying
2: uh, yeah people that have played these games if you like those games you should play this one i uh, start with yakuza zero if you haven't played these games is That's the story
1: reaction. interconnected enough to go from zero one two and really feel yes. like you haven't
2: like you needed to do it or that you're glad you I, did it? You don't. I think you could start at one and you would be okay. But Zero definitely introduces a lot of stuff that you will be happy you did. Huh. Um, You know, you'll pick up on who these people are and why anyone cares.
1: Yeah. Ryan, what's, um, your, then, uh, what's your frames per second on Final Fantasy XI these days?
0: They actually have a ton of add-ons and stuff you can get in it now. So... It's it's amazing how nice the game looks when you can turn on sixty frames a second compared to being capped at thirty back in the day.
1: Ah, uh,
2: the best can, upgrade any game can get right there. It's it's literally a new new world,
1: and you can upgrade the texture packs, I assume, since it's private server.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's kind of some things like that. Yeah,
1: cool.
2: Speaking of texture packs, I also have been installing the Final Fantasy VII
1: Remako HD mod.
3: Oh, how is that? I saw that that was a thing.
1: Explain what we're talking about here, because I didn't understand it when you mentioned this the first time. It's not... It's it's the PC release of FF7 that you're modding, or you have to download yes. its own thing? Both. Okay. So you are taking the
2: PC release of Final Fantasy Seven, whether Steam, the original PC release, or whatever other releases are out there, I don't know, uh, and... Modifying them with a uh, a set of tools that allow you to mod the game first, and then installing a what amounts to a res texture pack for literally every texture and asset in the game that some guy did with the help of some like AI picture enhancing stuff, and he essentially uprezed every single background and character model and asset up to like in some cases 4k but generally four times the original resolution
1: how do you upgrade or does he just completely retexture the characters cuz the characters are just blocks so
2: the actual uh like poly the actual polygonal characters and stuff have textures on them sometimes those have been enhanced uh but the actual polygons themselves you enhance via normal 3d rendering techniques that you can apply to the game
1: so there's still there's still Poly- poly- polygonal shapes. They're not yeah. They're I mean, not re-rendered ta- as, like, different...
2: No, it doesn't It doesn't change the shape of the character there, but it you can smooth the jagged lines of the polygon away via modern uh,
1: so, post-processing. So Cloud doesn't have some sort of creepy square face?
2: I mean, his face is still made of, like, only three polygons, okay, so it kind of okay. does. But, I just want know, to make sure that they didn't have, like, look a Lego nice, happy face or something onto him. <laughs> Before, the texture for the eyes was, like, 15 by 15 pixels and now maybe it's quite a bit more <laughs> okay um the game looks really good especially when you see the side by side there's a video out there if people search remako r-e-m-a-k-o uh mod for final fantasy 7 you'll see it and they have a side by side video of just like here's what this looked like and then here's it with the mod and i think the resolution that most of them get up to is like around 720 hmm. considering the original playstation assets were
1: like 320p or something. It looks really good. Cool. Uh I think since we're on old games real fast before we go today, we have to talk about GOG and yeah. its new expansion into 2.0 and the other things they're doing. JJ, can you break this down really fast? So or, or G- uh I guess fast but not fast but uh Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I mean? will kind
2: of I will tell you what we know. Because Give us the bullet it, points. Yeah, they announced uh, GOG Galaxy 2.0, which Galaxy is their like Steam-like client that they have, which, as far as I know, very few people use because there's no reason to use it, really. It is trying to be the multi-game launcher that people have been clamoring for. It will link all of your various storefront accounts together whether that's epic games steam gog discord twitch they talk about console releases switch uh playstation 4 xbox and i don't know how they're doing that but they claim to be doing it uh, so you can launch your
1: switch games on on the computer
2: so they don't say you can launch your switch games but you can launch all your pc based games through it huh. so, so what do they are they the other
3: the other way around
2: But the Switch and console, the non-PC stuff is being tracked and recorded in their console. So you can see, oh, my friend is playing, you know, uh, Mario Maker 2 on the Switch or whatever. Or he's playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And you can see that, supposedly, uh, through their thing. Now, they do say straight up the friends list stuff isn't coming at launch. And that some of the platforms are, like, coming later. Um, but for a start, all the PC platforms all under one roof is a pretty good deal. For free. Yeah, for free. You sign up, uh, and supposedly they will, you know, they're going to run a beta and they'll invite whoever to that. And then it's coming out for everyone. Just in case you need another person to tell you, you've played 8,000 hours of Civ
3: 5. (laughs) (laughs) I just, it makes me laugh because, uh, I, I brought it up on the pod, I think, that Uh, April Fool's article about the launcher for your launchers.
2: Yep, that's literally what this is. And people are like, this is a good idea now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: If people want to weigh in on whether or not we should play Classic WoW, where should they send it?
2: That's podcast at weweregamers.com. Also, you can follow us on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe to our channel. We were gamers on there. Check it out. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at We Were Gamers and Facebook as well.
1: Yeah, check out that Instagram. We got schooled at Mario Kart by a ten-year-old as a team at while drinking.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. We had uh, been so drinking. Not, not the ten-year-old. We yes. should have made the ten-year-old
1: drink to even <laughs> the field. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> for people interested, JJ. Uh, that's JJ's opinion, not not my opinion, but. <laughs> just, if any of the authorities are listening, I, I didn't participate in anything. The opinions expressed <laughs> on this podcast. Tetris is hard. Tetris is hard.